Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, brought to you by Circle Sanctuary, one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States, connecting people of nature center paths around the world. Join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics, celebrating the divine in all of its forms through nature worship, rituals, education, and building bridges of community. And welcome to Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, brought to you by Circle Sanctuary, one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States, connecting people of nature center paths around the world. Join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics, celebrating the divine in all of its forms, through nature worship, rituals, education, and building bridges of community. Welcome to Nature Spirituality with Selena Fox. This is Selena Fox, and I'm coming to you from Circle Sanctuary Nature Preserve's offices. We are celebrating midsummer tonight in a variety of ways, and I'll be celebrating midsummer with podcasts throughout the month. On this Nature Spirituality podcast every Wednesday night, as well as on Nature Mystic every Sunday afternoon. I am live streaming this on CSNP, our Circle Sanctuary Network podcast, and that's Circle Sanctuary's internet radio station. And I'm also live streaming with the new satellite internet at Circle Sanctuary Headquarters. We are testing this out tonight. It's the beginning of midsummer month, and bright blessings to you, wherever you may be. And of course, those of us in the Northern Hemisphere are celebrating midsummer month. And those of you in the Southern Hemisphere that are tuning in, well, I am glad you're joining because you can put some of the things we are talking about tonight in action now and when you celebrate Midwinter Month, or also known as the Yuletide, six months later. Let us spend a few moments now and call to the divine, each in our own way, according to our own tradition. Divine is one, divine is many, divine as great mother, divine as great father, Divine as sacred fire. 
we call to midsummer month, right blessings now and all month long. Oh, be it. Well, midsummer month. How do I define midsummer month? In America, I call it from Memorial Day weekend to the 4th of July. And although some of those dates go into late May and early July, this is a time of multiple celebrations, and I'm using Midsummer in a variety of ways tonight. As Midsummer Month, we celebrate that Midsummer is on its way. Now, in a number of nature spirituality traditions, the solstice in June, known as summer solstice in the northern hemisphere, winter solstice in the southern hemisphere, has a variety of names. Summer solstice is Litha in some Wiccan traditions. It is midsummer in a variety of pagan and other nature spirituality traditions. Some people use the name midsummer specifically for summer solstice eve and summer solstice day. Yet, there are others, myself included, that talk about midsummer similar to as Yuletide that goes over multiple days and nights. And just as I celebrate Yuletide from late November, Thanksgiving weekend, to early December, up through Epiphany, the month of December up here in the northern climes, the northern hemisphere, I call the Yuletide, most of it December. Well, in like fashion, tonight I'm going to be talking about the midsummer month as that time to welcome in the summertime and to find ways to create personal celebrations, household celebrations. If you're part of a spiritual group, spiritual group celebrations and multicultural celebrations that not only happen within your local area, but across the country that you are dwelling in or visiting at this time, and around the world. This is a new workshop and podcast, and I'm so glad so many of you have joined in. For this is a wonderful time to take a deep dive into ways to celebrate various occasions in midsummer month. At the very beginning of the month of June, many of us not only welcome in the midsummer month, but those of us who are activists, LGBTQ plus activists, call this Pride Month. And in many places in the U.S. and some other parts of the world, the rainbow pride flag is flying. 
It was raised over the Wisconsin State Capitol on June 1st and will be flying all month. Why is midsummer month coinciding with Pride Month in many parts of the U.S. and other parts of the world? There are a variety of reasons for that, but perhaps the reason that is most given is that this was the time of a crossroads moment for what was known back then as the Gay Liberation Front, which is known as LGBTQ+. Sometimes there's some other initials in there as well. This was a time of Stonewall, a time which was a turning point for those who not only are LGBTQ+, part of that community, but for allies. And I am thankful that we are moving forward with greater embracing of diversity in many parts of the U.S. and other parts of the world. So in this Pride Month, you can weave together Pride celebrations with your Midsummer celebrations. One easy way to do that is actually get a pride flag. Have it on your altar, have it outside your home or inside your home, or go on the internet and find a, a graphic image of it that you can print out and frame and put in some prominent place to remind you that LGBTQ plus Pride Month is underway as part of celebrating Midsummer. Pagan Spirit Gathering is a gathering that I helped birth back in 1980, and one of the consistent parts of Pagan Spirit Gathering over the years is to bring together, as part of our Midsummer, our Summer Solstice Celebration, a respect for LGBTQ plus folks in our community, as well as ways of doing ritual and support for the greater cause of equality, liberty, and justice for all. So this year, we're online, it's 2021, and we're actually expanding our ways of celebrating mid Summer. I'm doing a variety of live streams in connection with the podcast, as well as I am part of Virtual Pagan Spirit Gathering, and I invite you to join us on social media throughout Midsummer Month to learn more about that, and yes, we have a rainbow camp group that's part of our Pagan Spirit Gathering community. I also want to let everyone know that for the first time, Circle Sanctuary is going to be expanding our Pride Month things that we are doing. So stay tuned for other live streams and social media to learn more about Colors of Pride. So be it. Well, Midsummer Month has a variety of other events that happen 
throughout the month? Yes, it has flag day. That is June 14th in the USA. So as you look at what kinds of things that you might be able to do during midsummer month, I invite you to consider, those of you in the USA, to get an American flag and put it on your altar and do some prayers for our nation. To uphold democracy, to uphold voting rights, to uphold building bridges of understanding amongst people of all ages, of all races, of all gender and sexual orientations, all abilities, people from all political and non-political points of view, from all cultures and spiritualities. May there be greater harmony and understanding. So I invite you to weave into your midsummer month celebrations, ways of honoring the spirit of the USA and to do the magical work to help move us forward into a healing and healthy way of being. What else happens during midsummer month? Well, we have a new moon and a full moon. And of course, there's waxing and waning moons as well. And we have a new moon coming up on Thursday, June 10th. So a midsummer new moon, dark moon, last bit of the previous lunation going into new moon on June 10th, 2021. What is something that you can do to celebrate the June new moon, the midsummer new moon and dark moon? If you are able to take a journey outside to a natural place where you have dark skies or mostly dark skies. Now, if you're in the heart of a big metropolitan um, center, uh, Washington, D.C. metro area is my hometown. So for me, it's whenever I'm in D.C., if I want dark skies, I usually head to the Shenandoah River Valley and the Blue Ridge Parkway. And yes, there's still some light from Winchester and Front Royal and places around there. But go to a place of dark skies and Allow yourself to spend some quality time. Obviously, you need a clear sky at night to look at the stars. Look at all the suns that are shining in the cosmos. It can be quite a spectacular way of celebrating new moon. Now, some of you may are may be in places in the USA that are having some chorus of insect sounds in 2021. Yes, this is the time of the cicada, brood X. Well, when I grew up, one of the 
pop names for the 17-year locusts. They technically aren't locusts. However, they spend most of their life in the ground, and then in May into June, they emerge and have a mating frenzy and perpetuate their species. Wow, they can be quite amazing to see, and the sounds can be really loud. Consider it a form of shamanic humming for those of you who like to explore consciousness with drums and, and rattles and chants and other sacred sounds. So I invite you in 2021 at Dark Moon and actually throughout the month to spend some time out in nature, in person if you are able, and to tune into the magical sound of the night. Another one of my favorite things to do at dark moon, new moon, summer solstice time, is to go out into natural areas, not only to look at the stars in the sky, but in many parts of the USA, including here in southwestern Wisconsin, an area known as the Driftless Area, there are lightning bugs. What an amazing way to be able to commune with the spirit of midsummer on these longer days and shorter nights. Yes, we can actually get out as the sun waxes to its longest point of daylight. And being at that time of sundown in midsummer month and nightfall is a magical time. And you don't have to wait for midsummer night eve to go commune with the fairy folk, with the lightning bugs, with the starry sky. Yes, it's something that can be done throughout the month. And indeed, for many people, this activity of nature communion is a real delight. In addition to dark moon, new moon, in 2021 June, our midsummer month, make sure you have some time to celebrate the full moon. Yes, it moves right into what some call midsummer week. Now in Sweden, and I am part Swedish, my father's father's mother was from Sweden, and his father is from Scotland, so we have a real joining of Celtic traditions and Scandinavian traditions folkways within my own ancestral line. In Sweden, midsummer is a national holiday. It typically happens on the weekend closest to the summer solstice. This year, the summer solstice is the weekend of the 19th of June, Saturday, and the 20th solstice day. But 
some of us are celebrating it towards the latter part of Midsummer Week. Indeed, the virtual Pagan Spirit Gathering is following this tradition, and in some parts of the world, that will be Midsummer Weekend. So the 25th of Friday, the 26th of Saturday, and the 27th of Sunday is a Midsummer Weekend for many of us, and it is our virtual 2021 Pagan Spirit Gathering. I invite you to learn more about our gathering as you go to the Circle Sanctuary website. And while you're there, take a look at the online gathering we're doing for Midsummer Full Moon on Thursday night. Yes, the night before we begin Pagan Spirit Gathering online, we are going to be live streaming our Full Moon Circle via the Circle Sanctuary YouTube channel. And I want to give thanks to Judith and Laura and all the others who are part of our Full Moon Circle that are helping in a variety of ways. Chris the Gnome, who does our tech, and the various people who are continuing to contribute. We turned our full moon circles into virtual events beginning in April 2020. So for at least the next few months and probably for the rest of the year, depending on the feedback we get from everyone and what happens as we open up Circle Sanctuary Nature Preserve, we're going to be doing hour-long full moon circles on various topics. Well, this is midsummer month, so what is our full moon circle for June called Midsummer Magic? So what a wonderful time. So join us on June 24th at 7 p.m. Central Time. Join us live if you can. It's free. It's open to the public. You don't have to register for this one. Just head on over to the Circle Sanctuary YouTube channel, and you'll be able to join us live, 7 p.m. Central, or it's online, so you can watch it later when it's archived up at the Circle Sanctuary YouTube channel. I'm doing a variety of midsummer podcasts this month, and so as we take a look at resources for your celebration, I invite you to consider taking part in one or more of the podcasts and live streams that I will be doing on Wednesday night on this Nature Spirituality Weekly Show. So tonight, Midsummer Month celebrations, I'm going to continue to share a variety of ways to celebrate various occasions during Midsummer Month tonight. And then next week, tonight, is a brand new workshop on herbs, foods, and flowers of summer solstice. I'm going to share with you some of the lore and some of the ritual uses of mugwort, artemisia, bulgaris, lemon balm, alyssa, Yes, St. John's Wort and yarrow, 
magnolia, millifolium, strawberries, and all sorts of other things that have been associated with June and midsummer. And I invite you to join me next week for this. And then on June 16th, summer solstice around the world. Also a new workshop, taking a look at old and new ways that summer solstice and midsummer, the more um, embracing term, are being celebrated in different countries, by different groups and individuals, different traditions, and will be able to journey across time across cultures and around the world. And if you have any favorite summer solstice and or midsummer traditions that you take part in yourself personally, with your household, with your spiritual group, with the community of your local area, with your nation, I invite you to put something in the chat here. Um, share what you do. And as I move closer to June 16th, I'll be able to take a look at that and weave your celebrations, if you're okay with that, into the workshop that I do. June 16th also marks the deadline for registration for our virtual Pagan Spirit gathering, so I'll be doing some reminders about that. Why do we need people to register in advance? Well, we are going to be doing a variety of special things, and you'll find out more when you uh, register, including getting some things in the mail. So we need to have people register in enough time for the U.S. postal system to get you some magical things to work with at our virtual Pagan Spirit Gathering. Well, the following week is Midsummer Night's Fairyland. It is the time that's also known as St. John's Eve in a number of European countries. When I spoke in Barcelona, um, in, in Spain, and was in France in the summer of 2004, with the help of people who are multilingual, I had a chance to learn about how Midsummer Magic is alive in the form of St. John's Day and St. John's Eve celebration. Now, this is after St. John the Baptist in Christianity, and it's said to be his birthday. Now, most Christian feast days are commemorating the end of a saint's life, but there's all sorts of amazing reasons that St. John has gotten woven in to midsummer traditions, and I'll be sharing more about that. But on this particular evening, the midsummer night, the time of fairy folk, I will be guiding an inner journey as well as talking about different depictions of the Fae on Midsummer Day, Midsummer Eve, in fact, throughout 
midsummer month. And yes, we'll talk about a folk that are winged. But we're also going to talk about a variety of nature spirits. Yes, gnomes and elves and other beings that we can connect with at this sacred time of year. So I'm going to be guiding some inner journey work as well as talking about they and how they got woven into uh, many people's cultural folk traditions and how Shakespeare came to have one of his most beloved plays, Midsummer Night's Dream. Yes, play within the play, and there's all sorts of fairy folk in there. So join me for some fun on June 23rd. And then at the very end of the month, I will be doing a brand-new workshop on liberty and justice as goddesses. And I've spoken about American goddesses in the past, so I'm going to take a more diverse way of working with these ancient pagan deities that are rooted in the ancient Roman religion and before that, the ancient Greek religion of pagan times. I see the Lady Liberty often iconic at our 4th of July celebration, which includes Midsummer Month, as something we not only can work with in a mythic way, an iconic way, but a deeply spiritual way. And throughout Midsummer Month, I invite you to consider as part of your personal, your household, your spiritual group celebrations, as part of your work within your state and around the USA, if you're there and around the world, that you call on the goddess of liberty, the goddess of freedom, and the goddess of justice to be with us in bringing about greater equality, liberty, and justice for all. Yes, many people are aware of the 4th of July as America's birthday. What is lesser known is that the founders who signed that Declaration of Independence on July 4th 1776, had as part of their education a deep understanding and experience with pagan classical literature and ideals. And part of the reason we have Greek and Roman imagery so hardwired into Washington, D.C., architecture, and public art, as well as in state houses around the U.S. and in many other places. In fact, Libertas, that was the ancient Roman name for Lady Liberty, Justicia, the ancient name for Lady Justice, have gone around the world 
have become emblems of justice and freedom. So I invite you to consider your own connection with those concepts and to consider ways of learning more about the pagan roots of America. For our founders, before they signed that declaration, it was midsummer time when they birthed the document. Yes, it is a product of our midsummer heritage as a nation. And what is so fabulous is a lot of those old midsummer customs of kindling fires, sending lights into the sky, fireworks, um, really have their date, their, their origins way back in even before America was a nation and as it became a nation. So that's part of why I go from Memorial Day to July 4th for my midsummer month, because I actually see some of those themes of remembrance. That's Memorial Day as well as Freedom Celebration at 4th of July as being themes within the midsummer month. Well, those of you who know your Celtic mythology, um, perhaps you are connected with some other traditions that have the Oak King as supreme at summer solstice time. Yes, I use this not only to depict the changeover from the Oak King to of the Waxing Sun in solar year to the Holly King of the Waning Year, but I have this image here of an oak truck sprouting wonderful oak leaves. It's a white oak or an English oak as a symbol of Father's Day. Just as in America, you have lots of flowers happening in the second Sunday in May, which is very Beltane-like, Queen of the May-like. Well, in like fashion for Father's Day, even though these holidays came about in different ways, this is a time of honoring fatherhood. And this year, Father's Day is... Summer Solstice Day, Sunday, June 20th. So what a wonderful opportunity to be able to have a celebration of fatherhood as well as solstice time. At Pagan Spirit Gathering in our pre-pandemic time, we would always have our opening meeting at that time. And yes, we're going to be online this year, so... Some of those old traditions are getting rewoven into a virtual um, faction and fashion. So we would have all the fathers, whether they actually gave birth to children or fathers of other beings and things, stand up in our communities so we could honor them and celebrate them. So there are some other important holidays of this month. Juneteenth 
is a holiday that is growing in understanding and in importance. And this harkens back to a tragic part of American history, but a liberating part of American history. For it was June 19 when the enslaved African Americans in Texas finally got word that the Civil War was over and they were freed. And knowing right now that there are many voices calling out not only for better understanding of our um, checkered history of American evolution, but to really find ways to bring people of all colors, of all races, in greater harmony. And so on June 19th, I myself, it's Solstice Eve, will have as part of my own personal workings an honoring of those who have been involved in the quest for racial equality as a whole, but in particular, black equality, supporting black lives, and celebrating the advances, but also hoping to inspire the need to have us take action to bring about more equality, liberty, and justice for all. So as you can tell, we have a lot of different special occasions that happen on an annual basis in the Northern Hemisphere in the USA during midsummer months. And I really think it's important as you create your own celebrations to be aware of the month as a whole, be aware of these particular nexus points, and then I invite you to create a tapestry of celebration experiences. If you are in a multi-generational household and you have youth in particular that are part of your household, these can be learning opportunities as well as opportunities to bring the family together. If you are in a household with older people, this is a powerful opportunity to hear the stories of folk traditions and experiences during midsummer months in years past. So I invite you to consider at least one event during Midsummer month that's multi-generational. And certainly our pagan spirit gathering has had that dimension ever since it came to be back in 1980. I'd also like to share with you some other resources for Midsummer Month celebrations. And on Nature Mystic, which is my other podcast that I do on CSNT, and for Circle Sanctuary Network podcast, I have four presentations that are encore podcasts, starting on June 6th, 
pagan spirit community rituals and really taking a look. Yes, this was recorded in pre-pandemic times, as are all of the Nature Mystic podcasts that will be uh, broadcast in June 2021. But things that were in place in 2013, we can still draw inspiration and knowledge from that, not only sharing some of the ways the pagan spirit gathering has created community rituals, but ways of having summer solstice and midsummer rituals in a variety of traditions and contexts. So I invite you to join in on June 6th for Nature Mystic. Nature Mystic is broadcast at 6 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Uh, Once it's broadcast, that will be archived at CSNP, and you'll be able to listen to it later if you aren't able to catch the podcast at the time of broadcast. On June 13th, I, back by popular demand, I'm doing sacred oak magic, pagan lore, symbology, ritual uses of oak trees, leaves, acorns, and wood. Yes, the oak is one of the sacred plants of summer solstice time, and we'll be taking a look at sacred oak magic on June 13th. On Solstice Day, I'm doing a Summertime Delight podcast. So really taking a look at personally attuning to and communing with summer on this first official day of summer, working with the sacred sun, with the green spirits, and with other divine forms, ways of communing with nature walks and rituals, meditations, feasting, other kinds of celebrations. Um, this was originally part of my Circle Craft Study Series in 2014, and I hope you will join in on Solstice Day itself for some summertime delight. And then on the 27th, Magical Wild Crafting, and this has proved to be a popular podcast that I first did back in 2014, and it was part of Nature Folk back in 2016. Well, we're going to take a look at developing skills and going into wild places with proper permission of whoever is caretaking the land, of course, Um, some meditations, some rituals locating and attuning to and harvesting plants that are growing wild so that you can work with them personally and in household and community rituals, but at the same time, your active harvest is actually sustaining the wild plants that you encounter. So those are some additional ways to be able to celebrate Midsummer month. And now I have an announcement of some events that are happening in Midsummer month at Circle Sanctuary Nature Preserve. That's right. We are opening up in Midsummer month after being closed to visitors since March 11th. Of 2020, 
We are having two events. We are having a community day that will be an opportunity for those who want to be part of our volunteer team to come out on our land. And that will be the 12th of June, Saturday the 12th. Now, if you are interested in being part of that, you will need to register circle at circlesanctuary.org. Ideally, you will do that sooner rather than later. And because we have people of different health conditions in our community, at this phase, our initial phase of reopening, we're requiring people to be fully vaccinated. That means not only having your vaccination, but two weeks after the vaccination, you're considered fully vaccinated. So if you want to join us out on the land for a community celebration without masks outside, how amazing will that be? You need to register, circle at circlesanctuary.org, and you also need to send us a copy of your vaccination card. We aren't going to keep that on file, but um, those who are doing the registration will make a note of it, and we aren't going to keep people's personal records on file, but we will make a note that you have showed that to us. By having that as a requirement at this stage of our reopening, it makes it more possible for us to hold hands and be without masks. You still have to bring along a mask because our toilet facilities are porta toilets and they are very enclosed spaces. So I hope that you'll consider joining us for our very first open event. Yes, you have to register. Yes, it's free. And yes, there are work projects involved, but I really hope those of you who are able to join us in person will tonight or in the next few days send out an email with your vaccination, a photograph of it or a PDF of it um, to circle at circlesanctuary.org. And I'm now having a brand new announcement for Solstice Day. We're actually doing a brand new type of event here at Circle Sanctuary Land. My husband, Dr. Dennis Carpenter, who is now Professor Emeritus of Psychology from the University of Wisconsin, he retired at the end of 2020. He and I have been involved in the field of eco-psychology for many years, and we have been not only on at, I guess, birthing of pagan studies in academia, but within the psychology profession and academic discipline, we have been doing research as well as facilitating nature communion therapeutic experiences. So Dr. D and me, we will be out here at Circle 
Sanctuary Nature Preserve to do the first a pilot type of event in Nature Communion for Healing and Wellness. And what better day than Solstice Day to have that way of working with the land in sacred ways. Clearly coming out of this pandemic, it is so important that we have good ways of being able to be healthy and to do healing. And so we will be doing a presentation at the first part of the day and sharing some ways of working with going into the green for healing and wellness. Now, some people have started using the English translation of a Japanese term of forest bathing. Yes, we have more than 130 acres of forest here, but we also have a restored prairie and meadows and fields and wetlands, and we have a stream flowing through the whole land and a wetland. Our stream, the stream of consciousness. Yes, thank you, William James of Psychology fame for that inspiration, for that name. Yes, I named it, and thanks um, thanks to one of our scientists, we have it officially registered as the name of that stream in the Wisconsin Waterways um, record. So there will be places to connect with sacred earth, the restored prairie, the forest, the rocks, sacred air, the breezes, the fragrances of the berries in bloom, um, and other vegetation, and the sacred fire of the sun. And hopefully it will be sunny that day. We're going to have it rain or shine or whatever. <laughs> uh, you do have to pre-register for that. And watch the Circle Sanctuary Facebook page and if you aren't already on Circle Sanctuary's Circle Times e-bulletin list, email circle at circlesanctuary.org, ask to be put on the list. Or what would be even better is to go to the Circle Sanctuary website, circlesanctuary.org, and then um, click under um, Contact Us and sign up for the Circle Times list. We send out the bulletin once a month. Sometimes we'll do a follow-up one with information about our online events and other things that we are doing. So at our Nature Communion Solstice Day Retreat, we will join together at the beginning and have some education and information and hopefully spiritual inspiration. Yes, we're going to do a ritual. And then there will be several hours during the course of the day where there will be silent walks in nature communion on the land. And then in late afternoon, at, towards the end of the retreat, everyone will join together and we will do a short sharing circle to bring closure and to express thanksgiving to the land and to do blessings of the solstice time for the planet and for community and for all in need. 
Yes, you have to register in advance. We are having people contribute money for it. And those who are Circle Sanctuary members get a discount. So we'll have that information up at the Circle Sanctuary website soon. And yes, you have to be vaccinated for that. So it's an adult and older teen event. Um, so I'm hoping that as we move forward in midsummer month, we will have some wonderful occasions here on the land as well as in person, in face-to-face, -face, as well as in cyberspace through podcasting and our online events, and of course, through interspace. And I do think it is important throughout the midsummer month that you recognize, regardless of where you are right now and what's happening with reopening, that we all are still interconnected and it's really important during this midsummer month that we not only celebrate the sacred sun, but, and I have my favorite sacred sun images as part of our celebrations, but we also connect with planet Earth as a whole and send well wishes for planet Earth. Indeed, another annual occasion that happens on or near Solstice Day, there are a variety of different rituals for world peace, for world healing, and Solstice Day is a powerful day, regardless if you're at winter solstice or summer solstice, to bring healing to planet as a whole, to humankind in particular, to the creatures and the plants and the ecosystem. Many different things happening at this midsummer month. And yes, there will be a dancing of midsummer poles. Uh, this is a Swedish tile that I got from a local Scandinavian import shop in nearby Mount Horeb, and many old ways of celebrating Midsummer Month. And yes, definitely some new ways, and that can take a variety of forms. This is my Midsummer crown, and yes, we have crowns of mugwort for our Green Spirit Festival and crowns of flowers for our Beltane Festival. Well, I invite you to consider doing some kind of midsummer crown for your midsummer month. And have some flowers. Let the love flow. Some of us were actually married in the month of June. June is named for Juno the Roman goddess of marriage. And part of my own personal celebrations of Midsummer Month are my anniversary celebrations on June 7th and June 21st with my husband, Dennis. So I am sure there are many more ways to create your personal celebrations for Midsummer Month 
I invite you to do some research, to do some personal reflections out in nature, to express midsummer greetings to others on social media and through various written communication and verbal communication, video chats and phone calls, and for those of you who are able to go face-to-face in those celebrations as well. And of course, this is a powerful time to connect with the sun. I've got some frankincense, which is part of my midsummer celebrations and my midsummer month celebrations. And of course, as we work with sacred fire, we connect with the sun that is above us and within us. We connect with old traditions and new traditions for connecting with the magic of midsummer. Thank you all for being part of this debut forecast and podcast and preview of our Midsummer Month celebrations online. And of course, there are chants that you can do as part of your Midsummer Month celebrations. Solstice sun shining bright, longest day and shortest night, solstice wish of hope and cheer, well-being throughout the Shining bright, longest day and shortest night, solstice wish of hope and cheer, wellness to you throughout the year. Happy Midsummer Month. Thank you all who have watched live. Thanks to all of you for putting your comments in. Thanks to all of you watching later. And hopefully we'll have a chance to connect in inner space during this midsummer month, in cyberspace through podcasts and virtual celebrations, and in face-to-face modes. Yes, we have a couple of those events happening here at Circle Sanctuary. Thanks to all our Circle Sanctuary members. Thanks to all who have contributed to Solstice celebrations we've done in the past. I hope you'll join us for Pagan Spirit Gathering in 2021. I hope you'll all be able to have some Solstice cheer now and throughout the year. Thanks to our podcasting team of David and Jeanette Ewing, Circle Sanctuary Ministers in Northern Virginia, to Deborah Rose, Circle Sanctuary Minister, 
Kentucky, does Circle Talk, Laura Gonzalez, who is in Chicago, Illinois, Circle Sanctuary Minister, doing multilingual, international, and multicultural podcasting, Lunatic Mondays on Monday night, and Pagans of the World in Spanish, and, and Portuguese, and um, we're expanding our multilingual celebrations. That's on Saturday. Yes, and so we have Moon Magic on Thursday, several Thursday nights, and Circle Talk on some Tuesday nights. So a lot going on, and thanks to Circle Sanctuary Minister Casey Hope, who's in Colorado and does our social media. For more information about Circle Sanctuary, find us on the web, circlesanctuary.org, at the YouTube channel, Circle Sanctuary, on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can find out more about my various midsummer magical experiences and live streams on the Selena Fox Updates Facebook page, on Twitter, Selena underscore Fox, on Instagram, Selena Fox. And I have a YouTube channel, and yes, I'm going to put up some more chants and other kinds of things. So thank you all for tuning in, and bright blessings.
joining us on the Circle Sanctuary Network podcast, presented by Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow the Nature Center paths. Join us here throughout the week for various programming connected to the community around the world. And please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash csnpodcasts. We can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. And until next time, many blessings.